Lord, you help us become more like Jesus. Help us learn to live with your soul. And find true life. Amen. Live life to the glory of God. Who's heard that before? Raise your hand if you've heard that before. Live life to the glory of God. What is the purpose of life? What is the story you are trying to write? JJ, you want to come up here? Thank you. You can come up here, JJ. Come up here, JJ. All right, we're going to be in Luke chapter 12 today, verses 13 through 21. Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell me, brother, divide the inheritance with me. For he said to me, Man who made me a judge. For arbitrator over you. And he said to them, Take care and be on your guard against all covetousness. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. And he told them a parable, saying, The land of a rich man produced plentifully. And he thought to himself, What shall I do? You're, you're good. Is that actually a wolf out there? <laughs> um, for I have nowhere to store my crops, right? What does he do? What does the rich man do? And he said, I will do this. I will tear down my barns and build larger ones. And there will be a store of all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to them, fool, fool, this night your soul is required. The things you have prepared, whose will they be? So is the one who lays up treasure for himself is not rich toward God. Go down to verse 32. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give them to the needy. Provide yourselves with money bags that you do not grow old, with treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where is your treasure? There your heart will be also. Don't be like the rich fool. What happened to the rich fool? He worked his whole life. Saved all his money. Built bigger barns so he can have more. Grew his business, right? And then right before he retired, right? Right before he started to enjoy everything, what happened? Solomon. What does that mean? He died. He died. He made life about himself, and in the end, it did not matter. Our decisions matter in life, and we're going to have rewards, and we're going to have regret. We're going to look back at our lives, and we say, man, I screwed up. I screwed up there. And we might look back and say, man, I really found life. I really gave it up, and I really found it. Or we might, so don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. Your decisions today affect not just your life, but eternity. I got a question for you guys. Let's say I'm going to give you guys $1,000. I'm going to give you $1,000, Logan. I'm just going to give you $1,000. What, what, yeah, what would you do with that $1,000? Think about it. Think about what you would do if I gave you $1,000 right now. You know, you might buy games. You might buy clothes. You might save up for a car. Think about what you would do with a thousand dollars. So I got something. I got this rope right here. 
I got this rope. Listen up. I got this rope. Right? Some of you guys might have seen this before. I got this rope. And in this rope, this rope represents eternity. Pretend like it goes on forever, right? This rope goes on forever. It's eternity. And where are we right now on earth? What is this red thing right here? That's our time. That's our time on earth. In the means of eternity. This is our time on earth. And some of us, some of us, we spend the whole time saving up money and building up our wealth for this little short time at the end, right? But we don't see eternity. We don't see eternity going on forever. So we make decisions today that affect the end of the red. Don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. I want to say there's nothing wrong with being rich. There's nothing wrong with being wealthy. It's about our hearts. Jesus is after your heart. Pastor Ray told a story at church about this pastor. And this pastor one day went into the church, uh, went into one of his members' uh, office, and he's like, can I have, I'm asking for $3 million. And what does he do? And the man replied, you wanted one payment or two payments? Because the man was about the kingdom. He just gave $3 million away because he could afford it because he was wealthy. There's nothing wrong with being wealthy. It's about our hearts. It's about your heart. So don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. Look at eternity and say, does, does this little red matter in the scheme of eternity? Does it really matter? Our decisions matter here, and they have effect for eternity. So, verse 21 says, so is the one who lays up their treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. Be rich toward God, right? Don't be a fool and be rich toward God. Sell your possessions and give to the needy. Provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old, with a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. So I ask you the question again. If I gave you $1,000 today, if I gave you $1,000, what would you do with it? What would you do with it? Would you give it to the poor? Would you give it to yourself? Would you give it to the church? What would you do with it? Would you be rich toward God or toward yourself? Being rich toward God is giving to the poor. Is giving to the needy. Is giving to the church's bride. as That is one of its church's missions. Like we talked about raising money earlier today, right? For the playground. What the cool thing about the playground is? That's not going to go through the comments. You know what the cool thing about the playground is? This has nothing to do with you. It 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 has to do with people younger than you. Because you're trying to get them to Jesus. You're trying to get them to Jesus. Have you ever given to something that has nothing to do with you? Let me tell you something. If you, if you have, you probably know the joy of that. Right? A lot of you might be thinking, the church just wants our money. The church just wants our cash. You know, a healthy church cares less about what you give. It cares more about your heart being changed. And how much more does God care about your heart? How much more does God care about your heart? Here's the reality. God doesn't need you. God does not need you. God especially does not need me. He wants you. He wants you. He wants you. And he's after your heart. He wants to change your heart. He wants your heart more than your money. Here's the catch. So often where our heart lies, 
so do our possessions lie. What's the first thing you thought of when I asked the question about receiving a thousand dollars? What was it about you? I know it was for me. Was verse thirty-four says, "For where your treasure is, there will be your heart also." I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to give five dollars. Actually, give five dollars every week. If you can do more, do more. If you do less, if you can't afford five dollars. Give three. I want to challenge you guys to think outside yourselves. Pay attention, and if you do this, pay attention to your heart. Pay attention to what is happening. Seek God working in your heart and changing your heart. Because God is all about your heart. He is all about your heart. And being rich toward God will change your heart. Ultimately, it will give you joy and satisfaction. You can chase everything in this world. You want more. Right now, if you think you're a good athlete, you just want to become a better athlete, don't you? Because you're not good enough. And guess what? No matter what level you're at, you're never going to be good enough. Maybe you're the smartest kid in class right now. But guess what? You probably don't think that's enough. You want to go harder. You want to become more, right? It's not going to satisfy you. What will satisfy you? Giving up your life. The only way to find life, as the Bible says, is to get, lay your life down. So I can speak for myself when I say this is hard. It's hard to give, right? It's hard to, to live for eternity. It's hard. To, it's so easy to live in the red. Because that's all everyone else is doing in the world, right? They're all living for the red. We're all living for right now. Because it's all about me. It's all about me. It's all about me. That's what everyone's saying. That's what everyone's saying. So it's so easy to follow that. To follow those footsteps. Paul talks about in the New Testament. The only way to find your life is to give your life up. And the only way to find life is to give your life up. And through the process of dying to yourself, you will see true life and true meaning. God doesn't need us. He wants us, right? He doesn't just want us. He wants us to have him. He wants us to have him. So don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. Don't fall into the lie. Be rich toward God. Why? Why should we be rich toward God? Last point. God has given us way more than we will ever give to him. Fear not, little flock. This is the word of the Lord. For it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. God has given us way more than we will ever give to him. Realize that? We just read the Father gives us the kingdom with pleasure. God has given us the kingdom with pleasure. Wow. What else does God give us? And how do we get this kingdom? Not by giving, right? Not by giving our money or our lives, right? But because of His Son, Jesus. He gives us His Son to die on that cross, to believe. You know, in, uh, in the gospel, it says, Jesus is the one whose sandals were so unworthy. He can't even touch his shoes. He can't even tie his, this guy's shoes. They're so unworthy. Because he's holy, he's perfect. What does he do? He dies on the cross. And you can have the kingdom. He does it with Jesus. He loves you. He wants you. He's after your heart. When we talk about giving, you know, we're, God is after your heart. He's saying, don't fall into the red. Don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. Live for God's glory. And know that God has given you life through His Son, Jesus. He sees you. He knows you.
tem que você tem que ter goodness, você tem que you're not after our money, you're not after our service, you're not after our skills, you're after our hearts, you're after our soul, you're after things that matter past this life, and you give us away through your son, so in Jesus we thank you tonight, we thank you, we pray that you move in our hearts, Lord, we pray that you may change in our hearts, God, that you would form us to be more like your son, Jesus.